When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs. England daily podcast by the fans for the fans. Virat Kohli's India, with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan, and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Root's England, with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour, good luck to both sides, may the best team win. Hello everybody, welcome along, it's another edition of the Test Match Daily, India against England in Chennai and we've just seen the final ball bowled in the first Test Match, England taking victory by 227 runs. Nakul Panda is going to join us in a few moments time but with me is Indian fan Naman Shah and Naman talking before we press record there, not the best from India in this Test Match, I am absolutely astonished to be honest because everybody was saying 4-0 India, all the rest of it Ahead of this series, you said that I think as well. I'll remind you of that. But I, I said that you know England needed to have everything going for them, win the toss. But on the basis of what we've seen over the last five days, India have been outplayed in every aspect of this first Test match. Yes, James, uh, we were outplayed, especially in the first innings. Uh, it's hard to come back in the second innings, especially in Asia, when the ball is doing a lot uh, in the second innings. So it is very important to perform in the first innings, and especially bat well. Also, uh, to be honest, the supporting bowler, especially Nadim, uh, he did not bowl well, and uh, India knows that. And uh, it was not also the selection issue, because the impact Ambuldenia had on, uh, from Sri Lanka on England uh, in this two test match, we had to go with a left arm um, bowler uh, not, not at all a selection issue there but uh, Nadim is quite an experienced spinner lot of lot was expected from him but uh, he did not bowl uh, nicely at all and also Sundar was wicketless in the first innings overall two fast bowlers and uh, Ashwin were great 
and also they bowled really nicely in the second innings but yes overall uh, plenty of loophole in every department uh, which needs to be cured uh, soon uh, before the second test where does this leave virat kohli virat kohli lost the first test match in australia ajinkya rahane then took over and a famous series win then and then in the first test match back virat kohli gets beaten by 227 runs by this england side so there was kind of that sort of sideshow wasn't there in this indian test team of is virat kohli the right man to captain this team should it be Rahani I mean Rahani didn't do too much with the bat to suggest that he is solid in that middle order himself but is Vera under pressure now not at all. I do not think so because uh, it's not the captaincy uh, uh, issue here because we are playing our best 11. Uh, whether it is Pujara or whether it is Shubman and Rohit, the batsmen are quite good and the best 11 India is going out there with. Uh, it's I always, uh, even during the Australia tour, yes, India succeeded with Rahane, but Rahane is not good with bat, especially in the Asian conditions. So he needs to bat well. Uh, so I don't think so. Uh, India is really thinking about captaincy right now and knowing Kohli India is only going to come back harder in the second test and yes good to see him get few runs in the second innings but uh, still I do not think so captaincy is the issue over here uh, every individual needs to perform and also I'll still uh, say yes Pant was great in the first innings but that short you cannot just give teams like England and uh, Australia New Zealand just one chance they'll just pounce on you and grab the entire match he just need to stay up back and curb on his natural instincts I feel when you look at the 11 for the second test match for India it's not going to be wholesale changes is it because that 11 is pretty strong when you look down it from 1 to 11 can you see Nadine maybe dropping out and anybody else that you'd maybe move around in that, that 11 that took the field in Chennai yeah if Aksar Patel is fit 100% is coming in I guess uh, Sundar will be dropped uh, because yes he is playing more of a bowling all-rounder and not batting all-rounder so I see Aksar coming in place of Sundar and for sure I see Nadim uh, sitting out out and I feel uh, Kuldeep is going to get a chance now because he has been warming the bench uh, since long and I am already surprised with many teams because the risk spinners are not uh, any more part of uh, red ball cricket uh, so I feel Kuldeep will be part of this uh, team so also so I feel uh, two changes are ideal nothing much in the batting department uh, but I personally feel Hardik Pandya somehow they need him to fit in and finally Naman uh, on the Indian side of things the Indian public very passionate about their cricket how will they cope with this first test match defeat India have got three test matches obviously to bounce back it's not going to get easier for England as they go through this series but India as a nation will be expecting India to bounce back yeah uh, to be honest uh, if you will overall see all the series uh, whether we are playing in India or away from India India will never hardly win in the first test match and uh, that turns out to be good luck for India and this has been so far the story of India you will never see them doing good and winning the first test match if they win they tend to turn up their collars up and they will perform only badly going on so in a way it is good that India has lost the first match and they are only going to learn from it and uh, they are only going to come back stronger so yes a long series to go but I feel uh, plenty of uh, worries for England as well because uh, yeah Spinner especially best I don't think so he was 100% out there yes uh, Anderson was just brilliant and uh, also Leach but uh, 
I still feel along with uh, Root, uh, someone has to be there and uh, they will be without Butler. So overall, uh, somehow if India comes up with a plan and uh, Root does not score in the second test match, especially in the first innings, I feel that it's advantage India right away. I always love your positivity, Naman. You can always find something from a defeat and only you can come on and say it's actually advantage India because they lost the first test match. We'll see how it goes, but as I said, I don't think it's going to get any easier for England as they go through the next three. Nakul Pandey has joined us now and Nakul, it's tough to win in India. Nobody wins in India. Nobody's won a series in India since 2012-13. As I just said to Naman, a lot of predictions about a 4-0 whitewash for the home nation um, ahead of this series. It's a terrific performance this from England, isn't it? It's about as near perfect as you can get in a test match in alien conditions in a series that's huge for this England team to actually put that performance together in this first test. They deserve a lot of credit. Oh, it's, um, it's a magnificent performance, James. It's one of the one of the great away test wins. We've seen some some wins where we've had uh, you know remarkable turnarounds and incredible one-off innings or, or spells, but the, that as a team performance, obviously Joe Root is a huge standout, and Anderson's unbelievable spell with the reverse swinging ball in the uh, on the last day here today. I mean, that my was God, pre- that was inc- pretty was special, wasn't it? it was, I, I, you saw my tweet, I think, earlier when I said savor this man because you know he may not last forever. I know you queried that, but uh, he won't be around forever. And you've just every time I think I've seen everything from Jimmy Anderson, and he, he just rocks up and bowls that one over where he took two wickets in it, and that was about as good as you can possibly get. You know, the words legend, the words great, and and stuff like that are overused in sport but that man wears those words very well yeah 100 percent i think is is test average now in india i think it's just a shade above 30, it's just around that 30 now but anyway that doesn't that's not hugely relevant but it, he completely changed the the character of the game I mean, shubman gill had looked beautiful i was doing gc social media for, for, for guerrilla cricket and you know i was just typing out the about shubman gill's 50 and how he looked completely assured against uh, pace and spin and then anderson's taken two wickets in the time it's taken me to, to finish <laughs> yeah. that tweet i was the same i was doing commentary today and i was just out i was going on about how wonderful shubman gill is you know, he doesn't look any trouble at all bang he's gone yeah I mean, that ball would have got most people out yes there was a bit of a gap between bat and pad and the same with Rahane and you know you can say oh how's Rahane get done like that after Gilsey got done like that the two balls before but uh, I mean Rahane frankly I was, was slightly lucky to survive his first ball but uh, two, you're, un- two- you're unlucky though Knuckle when you come in as a new batsman at the crease no matter how good you are and you get those two deliveries as your first two balls oh, 100% it's a little bit like Dan Lawrence getting those deliveries from Jaspreet Boomra um, early in his innings like sometimes it just happens and Anderson was magnificent but but you know those two are the, are the spark standouts even though Anderson didn't take the most wickets in the in the second innings but Leach more than did his part Dominic Bess in the first innings and a little bit in the second innings as well but I thought in the first innings he was he and Anderson bought a brilliant spell uh, at the at the sort of first half of the second session of uh, of day two before the Pant Pujara partnership Stokes chips in with a crucial wicket again again incidentally getting Virat Kohli with a big in-swinger in the in the fourth innings it was a lovely little moment actually where he saluted his late father he put his hands up to the sky and, and looked upwards and and Archer more than did more than did his bit you know he got Got both openers in the first innings, got that last wicket and deserves a significant part of the assist for the wicket of Ashwin with that bit of spell before with that spell before lunch today. Um particularly more so if he's managed to knock Ashwin out of the out of the next test. I mean, all that remains to be seen. I think the fact that he was still able to bat at all um is perhaps a good sign. We can come on to selection um in a bit. But that that was a brilliantly constructed team performance. You know, Dominic Sibley backing through the first day, Stokes's uh, counter-attack when the ball started turning a little bit. You know, contributions here and there from uh, from the rest. Uh it was a brilliant team performance and it it had to be. India weren't bad. They were 
you know, not at their complete best, but they weren't bad. And that it takes something like this to beat India in India now. This is the first time that India have lost at home since 2017. It's only their second loss at home in eight years since England last won the series there. And England were magnificent from the very beginning. Yeah, absolutely fantastic stuff from England. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Sam, um, waking up in uh, in England to the news that England have won the uh, first Test match. Just looking at the sort of context of this, it's on free to air TV, so there's more people watching this in England now. England needed a good start to this series, didn't they? Not just for that. I mean, obviously the PR side of things is great for cricket, but in terms of their own self belief, in terms of going into a, a tour that they know is probably their hardest, and to know that they can actually achieve if they really apply themselves, if they play to their best, they can actually go toe to toe with this Indian side, and they can get a result that's going to do no harm at all to their morale in that uh, England dressing room absolutely I'm just glad the cricket's over James so we can watch reruns of Everybody Loves Raymond again on a, on a Channel 4 in the morning <laughs> it's been ta- it's been taken over Channel 4 hasn't it it's just wrong I know where's, where's Frazier and Friends gone it's like well there's all there's, what's there three test matches going on at once at one point it's a bit greedy isn't it I, I'm missing 90s sitcom reruns now, now I've got <laughs> seriousness yes yeah, so I've got up it's snowing again in London miraculously a third day in a row and England I've watched maybe 30 minutes of cricket seeing England take the last four wickets and it's just brilliant the momentum great wins in Sri Lanka but of course everyone goes I don't know maybe it's something about the outlook at things that's a bit pessimistic oh, it's Sri Lanka aren't they their strongest but you still still wins and wins but to go and beat India in India for the series four test series to win the first one you get the momentum I think I said yesterday if India had eked out a draw today then it almost would have felt like a loss and India would have had the momentum. So it was so important. Not many people saying Joe Root should have declared earlier now. Perfect timing. Well, no, uh, what, I, what I said on, on Twitter to somebody that said that to me on Twitter, because I, I was quite vocal about the declaration yesterday. He should have he should have declared earlier. And he's come out and said, well, I've, I've batted on that pitch more than anybody else. Fair point. No problem at all with that. And obviously it got the positive result. But if they declared earlier, they might have won earlier. And is this just a ploy by the ECB to make sure that the win comes around about breakfast time, UK time, so it's seen by more people? I think, so I think Virat Kohli contrived to leave one that just went a little bit low. He knew it was going low. I mean, he was batting beautifully. It's arguably as well as he's batted in test matches by, um, well, certainly a few people are saying. So he definitely contrived to leave that one just to make sure England wrapped up the victory uh, around the time we were all getting our porridge out the microwave. 
And yes, I do microwave my porridge. I can't, haven't got time or the patience to, to put it on the whole. You, you and me both, I do, I do the same. For England, obviously it's all joys. Everybody on social media is going bonkers that England have won in India. There's a tendency with England fans to be glasses half full, glasses half empty. And at the moment, the glass is overflowing and they will be looking ahead some people to Test Match 2, Test Match 3, thinking England can do the same again. There are tougher challenges ahead for this England team, Sam. If they drop their standards by even half a percent and if India raise their standards by 0.25%, this series could be a lot different. You know, winning the toss in the second Test Match for Joe Root again will be important, but England need to make sure they don't lower their standards now because otherwise they could uh, be bitten on the backside, couldn't they? Yeah, that's right. But that's true of the level of sport they're playing at. You have to be at your very best. Those little percentages really do make a difference. And it's a bit of a shame... God, I don't want to hark back to selection. It's a shame Joss is going home because he had a, a decent test match. Kick with the gloves. I thought it was difficult to keep, particularly when it's yeah, keeping connect. low. And I thought he did a really good job. Connected. Stood up to leap who's, you to cover who's, good connect, who's connecting behind you, Sam? I keep hearing a female voice saying you're you being connected. That? Yes. That is my that is the Bluetooth speaker. Let me it seems to be going in and out. I've I've turned my Bluetooth speaker off, so hopefully there's no one connecting anymore. Uh yeah, I was just saying Joss Butler, fantastic behind the stumps really good standing up to Leach uh, they've obviously got a really good relationship and played a lot of youth cricket together which helps England just have to to keep going and like you say they could drop a little bit India raise their game a little bit and it becomes much tougher but equally we could see the same sort of performance again so it whets the appetite though doesn't it if England had been really smashed in this first test match the Channel 4 viewing figures would have gone down not that that's the be all and end all and England would have been demoralised a little bit this series is now made isn't it this this England winning the first test match has built this series up now into something rather juicy 100% and I said 2-1 at the start I stick with that I think India might sneak the next test and then I've got my money on England to win the day night game with perhaps Broad and Anderson making a rare appearance together and uh, sneaking away with a draw but I mean that's uh, I just think it keeps it alive for the neutral it's probably the best result maybe there's a hidden of bias there from me but I think as a neutral whenever I'm watching sport I always want the, the perhaps slight underdog to take the lead in whatever in whichever sport I'm watching because that makes it a little bit more spicy it kind of adds another edge another so, layer so, so you'll be supporting India in the second test then I, why not <laughs> uh, you don't want to beat them too easily do we blackratcricket.com handmade English willow bats they do have a cashmere range for bats 0-4. Starter kit all the way to pro-level kits. They're based in Yorkshire. There is team wear available. And there is a new signature range coming soon in February. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. Nakil, just on Joe Root, he's on the screen in front of me at the moment. He comes into his 100th test. I know Rooty reasonably well from my time at Yorkshire and I could see a few nerves in him in the opening stages of the test match. He, I think he recognised the significance of A, the importance of this series, but B, the fact that it was his 100th test and therefore was probably over keen to do really well and was therefore a little bit nervous. But he's levelled with uh, Michael Vaughan now in terms of uh, number of test wins of an England captain. He's on 26 from 47, which is less than Michael Vaughan had. His uh, win percentage as an England skipper is in the high 50s now. It's crept up on me a little bit because I've known Rooty since he was a teenager. For a long time, it seemed to be the talk about Joe Root was he's learning on the job. It's a little bit like Don Best at the moment with his offspin. Joe Root was learning on the job as England captain. He's going to grow into it. He's going to get better. Signs of improvement, all this kind of stuff. All of a sudden, 
He's the uh, the most wins um, level with Vaughan as, as England captain. And I don't think he could have had a better test match. No, not really. I'm just going to, some stats that Will McPherson of the Evening Standard has just, uh, has just put out. They've not lost in 11 matches under him. It's now six wins in a row in Asia. First time England have ever done that. The record is seven, which was by that great Australian team of 2002 to 2004 when they won that series in India. Uh, yeah, uh, win percentages are largely a function of the bowling attack you've got. Uh, in front of you, which is you know part a uh, major part of the reason that Virat Kohli has a, such a high win percentage compared to say sort of Gangli or Mahendra Singh Dhoni. Not to say that Kohli and Root aren't aren't good captains, but Michael Vaughan had a very fine bowling attack available to him. Arguably, it's hard to say. I mean, that that bowling attack came together so well in two thousand and five. But I think you know Peak Anderson and Anderson and Broad are a level above in terms of the the full career. Probably even Peak Flintoff. May I mean that's a hard, tough call. Uh, Peak Flintoff was an unbelievable bowler. Uh, you know Jofra Archer as well. But um, you know Hoggard. And, and Jones were, were super bowlers and Harmison for a time was unplayable but it, England have probably got more attacking spin options now than they, than they had with Ashley Giles um, you know they've had you know under root probably what Moeen and Leach and other Rashid briefly Dominic Bess for all of his qualities and for all of his um, sorry for all of his imperfections is a wicket taking spinner but look he is a decent captain it's, it's certainly it's a far cry from uh, the few people will forget this uh, one who witnessed it Middlesex chasing down 470 to win in the on the last day at Lords. oh I remember Joe, that <laughs> Joe, Joe Root came in uh, as, as captain and then became named Crapton by uh, by his uh, waggish Yorkshire teammates. Like, uh, de- declaration speculation is what is you know almost as much fun as, as cricket sometimes. But it, uh, as ever, it's one of those it's one of those things that only ever gets judged in hindsight. Really, no one really cares that much now. Um, it'll be a minor footnote in the in the story of this match. England are building a very good team um, under under Chris Silverwood and, and Joe Root. There's good young players coming through. Um, certainly in the batting, actually, to be honest, because I think. Really the only archer is new to the to the team in in terms of the bowling um, attack. I mean, you look at you look at Dominic Sibley. I thought um, has taken a couple of huge steps forward in uh, uh, the last Test in Sri Lanka and here. I mean, Zach Crawley got himself injured. Uh, Dan Lawrence will have better Test matches. Ollie Pope, I think, batted well enough. He didn't wasn't required to do a huge amount but he did his job yeah, they, I guess the hope with Pope and Lawrence and, and the ones that maybe haven't quite got as, as many runs as they'd hope is that they are learning from this first test match they'll take some lessons from this they'll go away for the next three days and come back a little bit stronger as a result of what they've learned in, in Chennai it's all experience it's all grist to the mill you know it took Sibley a little while to figure out how to how to score runs and uh, not get completely stuck against spin but he has found a, a method to do so um, no doubt aided by Graham Thorpe but that's why you hire good coaches. Uh, yeah, this, this is a good uh, England team. And I mean, they will need to keep up this level of performance. You're quite right to to challenge India for the rest of this series. Um, I, as good as Root is, even this purple patch can't last through sort of massive hundreds in the first innings every single test match. Well, I was going to ask Naman that question. Is it from an Indian perspective, you look at England. I mean, it's difficult to be critical of an England side that have just won by 227 runs. But if you take... Root out of the batting lineup. Where are the runs coming from, Naman? That that's something that uh, India can look at. Joe Root's going to be a prized wicket, isn't he, in the second Test match? And if India can get him out cheaply, and he's due a cheap one, nobody can score double centuries in every single Test match they play. Not even Joe Root in this kind of purple patch. If they can get him cheaply, then it puts pressure on the likes of Lawrence and Pope and even Stokes, doesn't it, to actually make.
make their contribution really meaningful. Pretty much, James, and I guess we had already spoken about this before the test match began. Uh, just like the focus was more on Smith and Labushin, and in this England side, it's more on Stokes and uh, Joe Root, and other batsmen are just going to rotate among themselves around these two batsmen. And now Josh Butler uh, going uh, back. It's like more more focus on these two, and uh, like these two batsmen are now key. So once Root fails, this is where the real character of England will be shown. So I am uh, pretty sure not in the first Test match that India did not plan or something. It's just that uh, Root is in that patch and he just played brilliantly, supported by Sibley. But uh, yes, uh, going on from this to from the next Test match, I'm sure India is going to plan have plans against Root. But yes, uh, majorly I am a good fan of Oli Pope. I feel him and uh, Stokes. The middle order is going to score runs for England. But Sibley, as uh, just Nakul mentioned, yes, he scored runs uh, more of a, on a defensive. But uh, I feel that he was just hitting the bad balls uh, because uh, Nadim did not bowl uh, well at all. So uh, somehow he needs to score runs, uh, not just only staying there is important. So overall, I feel Stokes, uh, Pope and uh, Root are going to be the key batsman from here. Sam, I, I saw a few comments on uh, social media in the lunch break about potential wholesale changes in the England side. Obviously, two are going to be pretty predictable, I think. Joss Butler's going home, as you mentioned, and Ben Folk's going to come in and take the gloves for the remaining three test matches, all being well. It's likely, isn't it, that Jimmy Anderson, regardless of what he said at the uh, after the post-match, is going to probably have his feet up in three days' time and Stuart Broad will get his opportunity in the second test match. Other changes? Do you see win- changing a winning team? It's not usually England style is it to change a winning side no and I'd be very surprised if they moved away from that other than as we said the enforced change and the Anderson and Broad one okay that is changing a winning side but that is their strategy it's been made public and they're both aware of it so I would expect that to happen as you said Jimmy to have his feet up other than that I don't really see a, a need to change there's no one really I don't know. I'm not sure where you'd make a change. I think it'd be very harsh to leave Dan Lawrence out at the moment. Ori Burns hasn't had the best test match in the world, but that happens. He's just come back. It has, to, it has to be said that the couple of people that I saw, or two of the people I saw, were suggesting that Bairstow comes in for the second test match. They obviously aren't quite aware of the, the squad situation out there. But one of the people I've seen mentioned, I mean, Tom Best has taken five of the 20 wickets to fall in this test match, but I think his second innings performance was pretty weak. And it doesn't take people too long to jump down people's throats, despite the fact that I thought he bowled, I thought he bowled quite nicely in the first innings. A lot of people suggesting that Moen Ali comes in and this is where I'm left scratching my head a little bit because Moen Ali hasn't played a Red Bull game since June 2019 I watched him in the IPL and Virat Kohli quickly lost confidence with his bowling in the IPL I know it's a different format but it gives you a bit of a guide to how how it's coming out and I just wonder if you if you take Don Bess out I think that gives him a bad signal and I think it might throwing Moen Ali in after no Red Bull cricket for such a long period of time there's no guarantee is there some that he's going to be any more consistent? No I would be very very surprised if that happens if as we say people forget Don Bob beautifully in the first innings and they've they've stuck with him through the summer I can't see that changing now you know there were people questioning Jack Leach after one well after four or five bad overs and, he, and he's come back I think they've got identical figures haven't they Leach Leach in the second innings best in the first innings um, it will come as no surprise to anyone that I defend both of them <laughs> 
strongly. With your point of cider by your side. Yeah, but even then, it's just social media talk. Yeah, it's so easy. You know, someone bowls a bad over. So there'll be someone somewhere calling for Jimmy Anderson to to be left out if he bowls a, if he goes for a boundary or something. It's just the way it works on on social media. I I can't see that change being made. It would make no sense. It would depart from England's strategy under Silverwood and Root, and it seems to be working quite well those two together and the way they're thinking. So I'd, I'd imagine they'll be quite happy to keep going as it is. Nakul Naman's already made his suggestions for Indian changes ahead of the second test match. Probably not that many. Would you go down the route of Sam in, in that it'd be fairly constant apart from maybe the two obvious changes that uh, England are uh, prescribed to make? I'm not entirely convinced that um, we know that the Anderson Broad decision has already been made. If it has, they'll stick with it because that's what this England team are going to do with this ridiculous amount of cricket and with all the pre-planning. I think that if it hasn't been made and the rotation hasn't quite been set in stone, then there might well be a, a case because um, England, England didn't actually bowl all that many overs in this innings and they have a five-man attack. There might be a temptation to stick with him and wait to bring Broad in for one of the spinners in the pink ball test. And I think there is a semi-decision to be made. Apart from that, no, uh, folks and Butler, um, I think will be the only definite switch I think I think it's in a really it's not in England's thinking at all to leave out Burns and Lawrence after you know Burns his first test match back after paternity leave Lawrence is you know he's playing his third test match for God's sake hmm. um so to have a little bit of, of perspective here and England start picking their side out off the back of social media comment and I think we are in trouble because that does as some suggested flip from uh, the sublime to the ridiculous can, can, can well, you have see... to pick 18 players <laughs> yeah we can, get can... Alex Hales back though yeah 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 true um, well we me and you would. In, in terms of that pink ball test, which is obviously the third test match of this series, do you see that being the only time potentially, Knuckle, that uh, Broad and Anderson might be united together? And do you think that is a potential for that test? I think it, they might, they'll be thinking about it. I mean, they'll also be thinking about Chris Wokes and maybe, actually, maybe possibly Sam Curran more than Chris Wokes. Wokes has been, he did that br- brilliantly in that win against Pakistan, but he has been slightly found out a little bit with the short ball in particular. I think Curran's ability to turn a game in the lower order and the fact that he has, seems to have some sort of hold on the minds of Indian of the Indian public and the Indian uh, team plus also the left arm and the swing thing might might come into play uh, maybe Mark will be back for that in the squad for that test but I don't see him playing I think if yeah I, I would I would think that Anderson and Broad if they are going to play together it'll be in that uh, pink ball test at Ahmedabad under under lights potentially in front of 110,000 people as uh, Narendra Modi will not let the first test at the stadium that he in effect built go on uh, without the uh, without the big crowd in but uh, that's an entirely different hobby horse very quickly just because we're, we're running out of time a little bit the ground in Chennai I've seen and putting seats out and stuff is there going to be a crowd or, or some kind of crowding for the second test do we know 50% capacity so that's why these seats are being put in and, and spaced out is it because they're going to try and social distance with a, with a 50% crowd yeah that's right um, that was announced before the start of the series but when they made that announcement they actually said there might be a few people in for this first test and that never came true no they'd said that they were possibly going to have uh, the uh, the members in you know the, the right the Tamil Nadu uh, I think actually in the Madras Cricket Association's um, equivalent of the MCC. I've been for India. I cool deep in for for uh, Shabazz Nadim. I agree with Naman there. Nadim was a very good first class bowler, but he didn't have a good Test match. You know, it's easy to after time, but you know, I'm on a few. I'm on record in a few places saying I would have picked cool deep over Nadim. I think most it's, people would. I think it was a surprise pick, that wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't even in the squad until half an hour before the Test match started when Akshar Patel got injured, which makes me slightly think that they were planning on playing Ashwin, Akshar, and cool deep. I don't agree that Washington will be dropped. I think the fact that he has batted so well means that they are 
are going to select him, particularly with Hardik Pandya not able to bowl. I, mean, I think if Hardik were, uh, were able to bowl, it would be a different conversation. You know, you pick a good lower order batter who can bowl a few overs against a good lower order batter who can bowl no overs. Um, I think that I'll probably go with go with that. Um, if Ashwin isn't fit, I would probably go with Mohammad Siraj, honestly, uh, and and then play the three seamers plus uh, plus Kuldeep and uh, and Washington. And Akshar Patel is a is a decent bowler, but he's he's, near, he's never played a test match. He hasn't had a brilliant uh, first class record in recent years. It's okay, but it's not brilliant. And you're kind of you're picking another bowling all rounder rather than a uh, a bowler who can uh, who can who can take wickets. And you know a little bit like England in 2016, you know the batting wasn't wholly the problem. I mean, India have done it before, but you've got to do pretty well to 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 come back from conceding nearly 600 in the first innings. Uh, so yeah, I don't think either side will be will be will be panicking or or anything or or going away from their from their plans. And both both teams do uh, do plan well. Very quickly then to finish off, you all made your series predictions. Now, man, yours are going to have to be completely rejigged, aren't they? Because uh, you had 4-0. Are you going to go now with 3-1? Yes. <laughs> Very quick. Um, Sam, you were, you were pro-England, 2-1 England. Obviously, that's got off to a decent start. So you're going to stick with that? I am, James, 100%. I, I was um, hopeful for England. I think uh, there, there was my brain prediction and there was my heart prediction and they were the very different and I'm, my brain has been um, maybe rejigged a little bit actually but I think it's going to be tough for England in the in, in the three test matches to come um, Nakil you were going to go for 3-0 um, with a draw somewhere along the line so you're going to have to reassess as well England have got one on the board do you see India coming back and winning the final three or can England have a bit of a say in this now oh England will have a say for sure I think the next three test matches are going to be very exciting but I still think India are going to, to win them all I, it was a weird one because I said 3-0 because I don't like Predicting the predicting whitewash, I think, is incredibly disrespectful, and it would be disrespectful for a good team. But I also couldn't really see where the draw was coming from. But I also couldn't see. I basically I didn't see England being able to perform this well for an entire Test match, um, no. and they have done extraordinarily well. Um, I, think, I think, to be honest, it's the one of the best performances I've seen from an England team. I just think, you know, overall, with the uh, what's at their disposal and what I've seen down the years, this has been a really impressive performance from uh, the Joe Roots England. Session by session is how you judge Test matches, and they've pretty much won most of the sessions of this test match they've outcourt, they've outbatted and they've outbowled a very very fine Indian side in their own backyard and that takes a bit of doing and Joe Root can take a lot of credit on his uh, 100th test match appearance he's going to be sipping that champagne that he's picked up as being man of the match with a very contented smile on his face but with a little bit of hard work to do because three days time Saturday the second test match at the same ground starts and England are going to have to do it all again and it won't be any easier tossable key and uh, England are going to be tested once again but they couldn't have got off to a better start in this series but I'm sure Indian fans out there will be hoping that Virat Kohli can lead his side to a bit of a recovery in this series Naman, Nakul and Sam as always thank you very much indeed for joining me it's been a terrific test match I've thoroughly enjoyed this first test match and I cannot wait to the second one starting on Saturday we'll be back with you every day on the test match daily in between times as well just wrapping up some of the loose ends as we go through to Saturday's start of the second test match I've been James the Cricket Badger and I'll see you again tomorrow loads more cricket to talk about so join me then thanks for listening we will be back every day during England's tour of India get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on Twitter we hope you are enjoying the cricket see you again tomorrow Podcast Network.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.